Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yes, Joel Kane, Tim Manor and Brett Kamali with the call from Blue Bet Stadium. Panthers v Rabbitohs SEN League live here tonight. So coverage from 7 o'clock. And, of course, the match gets underway at 8 o'clock. The absolute best in the business bringing you all the latest news. Panthers v Rabbitohs. Uh, on the line for our final say on this Thursday morning. So it's a long day for you, Brett Kamali. Noddy's on the line. Good morning, mate. Good morning, Noddy. How are you, buddy? I'm good, thanks. Now, listen, before we dig in game by game, as an ex-player, I just want your take on uh, the, the, the the stuff that we see around Blake Ferguson this morning. And, and I've had my say about it. I, I just wonder what does the game owe Blake Ferguson or does Blake Ferguson own the game? So where do you sit with what responsibilities the game has once an athlete finishes his time in the game and essentially the CBA that he was playing under and those conditions expire when it comes to this? Yeah, that's right. Well, the CBA would be extremely different to what they're trying to get in the future. But um, as far as I'm aware, the, the current rules are football club has to look after the player for 12 months after he has retired or finished playing at that football club. So whoever Blake Ferguson's last football club, which probably would have been the Paramount Eels, he had 12 months to get everything fixed and repaired and, and, and be able to go on with life and get better. Um, I can see both sides of the fight here. Um, Blake, obviously, as you said, has played a long, long time. He's represented his country and his state um, and probably feels like he's entitled to be looked after forever. I think a few other codes, do look after their players forever. So once yes. you play one test match for Australia, for a cricket player, I think it is, they get they effectively get looked after for life um, type of thing. So, yeah, it, it's there's no right, there's no wrong. Um, you know, I suppose if you, if you leave the football club or leave rugby league to go and play rugby union, well, then effectively you cut off your ties with rugby league as well. So, you know, you then become a rugby union player. So it, it's right and wrong. Um how you look at it, but you know, Blake Ferguson is going to think he should be supported, and I suppose Parramatta, if that's the club, will be thinking, well, we've done everything in our CBA that says we we protect you for twelve months, or look after you, and give you as many surgeries as you require, and after that, you're on your own. It's interesting too that that CBA is, as we know, well and truly on the table, and these are the kind of things that they're digging into um, rather heavily at the moment. In fact. There's a there's a way of there's a train of thought that perhaps this is the issue that might sit on the side of the table here. They get all of the other stuff done, Noddy, in the CBA, yet they park this one for further discussion and further development. So, I I, I agree with you. I mean, my my question around this is, and you just used the word there, but not in the phrase that I'm about to use it, but entitlement. I think there's a sense of entitlement here, but you operate under the rules that you that you sign under. And if those rules expire and if you've got a problem about it, then you, you go off, you don't throw it out there in, in the public's face saying this is what I'm entitled to because I played the game. Um, I think we can see both sides of it. I, I just don't like the way that it's it's going around. Thank you for your thoughts on that. Now, um, let's have a look at round two, mate, because there, there are so many storylines here. You could write a book just on round two, but how do you think this all plays out tonight. Um, the Panthers don't make it a habit of losing two in a row, especially at the start of the season. 
No, that's right. And that's probably, I think if you think about Penrith's success the last couple of years, they've won potentially 90 to 95% of all their games. They've been the powerhouse. They've won premierships. They've played in the grand final. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm surprised they've started um, 0-2, St. Helens, and then obviously last week's loss at home. And that's two losses in their home venue in front of their own crowd. So we are aware, though, that they're a different side than what they've had the last few years. They've had a, a, a few really key players taken away from them. So um, it brings them back to the pack. Um, it's exciting to watch. If you're, if you're a competitor now and you're playing against Penrith, that little bit of fear or that little bit of, oh, we're going to Penrith Park just to play them, we're unbeatable, um, that's gone now. So I said I think tonight will be great. Um, you know, South Sydney, as you said, will start at the Charity Shield on absolute fire. Um, I don't know if Souths are riding under the radar a little bit, but I I thought Penrith would go backwards a bit. I thought Melbourne would go backwards a little bit. Um, I thought uh, Parramatta would go backwards a little bit from losing players from last year. Um, South Sydney actually didn't lose. I don't think many players... I think Mark Nichols is the only one I can think of that has left South Sydney. So it's just hidden under the radar a little bit there and just and come through. So they might be the little dark horse. I think the Roosters are the favourites, but maybe South Sydney should be spoken at a higher level than what they than probably what we thought before last week and now that we know how close this competition is. Does a lot of this figure around the number sevens here? Nathan Cleary, obviously, but Lachlan Elias, I mean, he was fantastic in the opening round and and could well be the key to the to the twenty twenty three premiership run of the bunnies. Yeah, it's a good challenge, isn't it? He was great last week, Lachlan Elias. Um, he's developing into a game controller, a junior number seven and a great tackler as well. But um they made a pretty big decision, the, the South Sydney Football Club, two years ago to say, no, no, we're not going to sign Adam Reynolds for a long, or not a long deal, but a three or four year deal, and we're going to invest in this kid because that's how the salary cap forces you to look after it. And now they're showing that it was the right business decision. So um, he struggled a bit last year, Lachlan. Obviously, he went through some tough lessons. He got benched a few times. He got replaced. And um, he showed some huge resilience. So I think it's going to be a great test. And you know, being a... I think it doesn't matter what position you play, but as a former half, if you're playing against someone who is the best in the game at the moment, Nathan Coop, you're excited. You can't wait to play against him. You want to drill against him. You want to watch what he does. You want to learn from him. And you want to hopefully walk off with the two points and go, yeah, you know what? I'm actually playing okay at the moment. <laughs> Panthers or bunnies then? I'll go bunnies, actually. I'll tip the bunnies. Okay. Rabbitohs to win that one. Eels and Sharks. This is going to be an interesting one uh, to tomorrow night. So the Eels came close uh, against the Storm. And, of course, the Sharks without Nico Hines, they went down to the Rabbitohs in that first round. So that's tomorrow night at Combank Stadium. Yeah, I think I think Parramatta win. I thought they were very good last week. They just probably blew it the last couple of minutes when it came to time to kick the field goal. So that was probably the fastest game of the round last weekend. Um, pretty physical. We know Parramatta's style looked like it's going to be exactly the same as what it was last year. Um, no Nico Hines for Cronulla. I just think they struggle a little bit with creativity when Nico doesn't play. So they might might not get a heap of points against Parramatta. So we'll tip Parra at home. Parra at home. Broncos and Cowboys. I'll catch up with Billy Walters a little bit uh, later on. It's interesting, isn't it? The Broncos beat the Panthers in round one. And you're thinking, wow, the Broncos are going to dominate the headlines. And then little brother, little, little brother comes along and the Dolphins um, claim all the headlines. But this is going to be interesting to see how the Broncos, um, if, if they can keep that momentum going, the Cowboys got the job done as well. So we've got two teams here who won by one point in the opening round. And Reese Walsh is a big in for the Bronx back at uh, back at Brisbane and in the number one jumper. Yeah, that's right. Well, at least next week we can't be talking about four winning Queensland sides, <laughs> can we? That's a, that is a positive for us. <laughs> um, 
No, it's a great clash. Obviously, these, these games have been, you know, they've been draws, they've been field goal um, winners over the last few years. Um, the, the Cowboys were great last week. They've obviously, under Todd Payton, have gone through leaps and bounds and become a very consistent football side. Um, they had a bit of a lull last week, the Cowboys. I thought there was a period where they switched off and, and got a bit comfortable. So I'm going to say the Broncos will win this. And as you said, Reese Walsh is a huge in for them. They've got all the excitement, all the all the buzz, and all the hype, and all the fun back back in Brisbane. Um, they've had a couple, you know, Brisbane have had a couple of tough years, but um, you know, I, I think Brisbane win. I think this is a great game. This this should be, and probably, hopefully it is a sellout. Um, Suncorp, I'm presuming Friday night, full house, um, lots of people, and um, a great way to finish the, the the third game of the weekend. All right, so you're going the Broncos there. I've yeah. I've matched you with the Panthers. I think Parramatta are, are going to win. So, oh, sorry, you went the Rabbitohs, didn't you? So, I went uh, yeah. you went Para, and you've gone the Broncos. I've gone the Cowboys in that one. So we're currently uh, uh, on opposing sides in in two out of three. Right, Roosters v Warriors. So Roosters at Allianz Stadium. How do they get rid of the clunky tag? Yeah, I think the Roosters win. I think they definitely win. Maybe they under undervalued how good the Dolphins were going to be last week. It was their first game. They kicked off. They bought Brendan Smith. Um, you don't expect the Roosters to play bad two weeks in a row. Um, the Warriors, though, the Warriors do look fit. They look like they're better drilled. Um, I just don't know if they will have the calibre to get into an arm wrestle with the Roosters, who I think should be pretty shitty themselves. So the Roosters to win. Okay, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Roosters to beat... The Warriors, now the Dolphins. So we've got Wayne Bennett up against Ricky Stewart. It's a Saturday afternoon. It's a sellout at Redcliffe. The old Finns, they'll have the Finns going like crazy up there. And, and the expectations are now all of a sudden super high after just one match. If they win, I think definitely the Dolphins. I think they're on, they're, they will be good enough to beat the Raiders. I thought the Raiders were extremely poor last week. I thought the Raiders trolled poor. Um, in their trial match as well. So, again, they had a little run of football where they scored some tries and got back into the contest. But you're right, they've got to live up to the hype now, the Dolphins. Wayne, Wayne's not coached probably about 700 games of football and has no idea what he's doing. So I'm pretty sure he'll be going, yeah, good job, boys. Um, we got up last week. His biggest challenge will be that they've got to repeat that this week. As you said, they're at their smaller venue. They're at Redcliffe at the sellout. They'll have all the red shirts on. They'll have all the cheering going on. Um, I think they'll be good enough to beat um, the Raiders, and you know, and I think they—they are pretty sure they do it pretty comfortably, actually. I've got the Dolphins as well, so two out of two for the Dolphins for me as well. Storm against the Bulldogs, so um, no Cam Munster, Tyron Wishart in the number six here. Uh, the Bulldogs were disappointing against Manly. What do they need to do to turn it around? It's going to be a monumental task, even without Munster, for the Storm at home to try and pull their pants down at home. Probably need to buy a halfback and a fullback, but that won't happen straight away for Canary. But um, we'll we will um, go Melbourne Storm. You know, too well drilled. Um, they won't beat themselves. I'll do. They'll have high completion rate. They'll, they'll have a good kicking game through Jerome Hughes, who's one of the best halves in the competition. Uh, they'll do their job. Uh, and what they'll do is I'll put pressure on Canterbury with kick pressure and inside pressure and all the all the really important one percent of things. So um, Canterbury a little bit poor last week. Um, I'll be expected to bounce back, but I just think the Melbourne Storm are too professional at the moment for the, for the dogs to, to beat them. Okay, that's Saturday night. Then Sunday, so the first of the two games on Sunday, uh, the West Tigers v the Knights. So another big sellout, you reckon? Another big crowd at Leichhardt Oval. That's right, yeah. Back-to-back games at Leichhardt. Sellout last Sunday night. They didn't get the victory. They obviously played a lot of football, but weren't able to, to win the game with a couple of defence deficiencies, but it'll be a Saturday to get on Sunday, uh, Sunday uh, sorry, at Leichhardt. Um, big crowd. Um, hopefully they've 
learn a little bit about um, the style of footy they wanted to play. They've now put it into practice and actions in a competition match. I think they'll be a lot better for that appearance. Um, you think Appy will play probably a few more minutes this week, which will yeah. help the, the, the Tigers get the job done. Do you start him? you start Appy? No. Uh, I, 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 potentially, yeah. You know, he's been around for eight years or something and 10 years. He's won quality grand finals. I'm sure he knows how to get through a game of football, even though he's been a bit underdone with his calf. But... They rested him last week and were a bit precautionary, so we'll see what happens on Sunday afternoon. Okay, we both agree on the Tigers there. And then the Dragons, our first look at them in season 2023 against the Titans. Yeah, well, again, it should be... If I'm a Dragons fan, I'm looking forward to playing this game. If I'm a player, I'm thinking, oh, wow, we had to buy first week, so we we got to watch everyone else. We're on two points, and we've got a great chance to get two points again this week. So, yeah, the Titans, um, you know, I think they'll struggle a little bit until they've got to find a way of getting... Um, young Campbell into the side consistently. Somehow they've got to get Jaden into the team and, and make him a starting player. I just think he's a quality player. Um, you know, Fafita was great for him last week. Fafita's committed to the club going forward. Oh, I don't know. The Dragons were pretty, or well, not pretty poor. The Dragons were extremely poor in the charity shield. So I'll, I'll tip, I'll tip the Titans. I, I, I'm not sure who wins that one, but from. Titans have played last week, so they've actually played a game of football over the last three weeks. So that's the only reason why I'm going to steer towards that way. Okay. I've got the Titans as well. So we agree on five, uh, one, two, three, four, five matches that we agree on. Good on you, mate. Uh, Nice to get your final say ahead of round two. Enjoy the call tonight. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, buddy. There's Noddy Brett Kamali with the final say every Thursday morning. Uh, Panthers v Rabbitohs. Our SEN coverage kicks off from 7 o'clock tonight. Joel Kane, Tim Manor and Noddy with the call from Blue Bet Stadium. Back after this.